I want to speak today on when all you see is Jesus. And we're going to look at this passage in Matthew 17 in the Message Translation. Six days later, three of them saw that glory. Jesus took Peter and the brothers, James and John, and led them up a high mountain. His appearance changed from the inside out, right before their eyes. Sunlight poured from his face. His clothes were filled with light. Then they realised that Moses and Elijah were also in deep conversation with him. Peter broke in, Master, this is a great moment. What would you think if I built three memorials here on the mountain? One for you, one for Moses, one for Elijah. While he was going on like this babbling, a light radiant cloud enveloped them and sounding from deep in the cloud a voice. This is my son, marked by my love, focus of my delight. Listen to him. When the disciples heard it, they fell flat on their faces, scared to death. But Jesus came over and touched them. Don't be afraid. When they opened their eyes and looked all around, all they saw was Jesus, only Jesus. I still remember when I was 19, I had a, a slightly difficult year and I made a number of mistakes and I, I knew Jesus, I knew a little bit about him, but I had slightly lost my way and I was being pulled in all sorts of different directions and finding life quite confusing and trying to work out what the right next step to take was. And I found myself at an event and at that event, Jackie Pullinger, who was interviewed last week, uh, was speaking and at the end of her talk, she prayed a very simple prayer. She prayed, come Holy Spirit. And I can only describe what happened. It was as if the Holy Spirit revealed to me in a whole new way just how beautiful and majestic and wonderful and awesome Jesus is. I mean, I kind of was, was aware of who Jesus was and I thought I knew a lot about him, but in that moment, I was captivated. It's like something shifted in my heart and in my mind. And I've been okay with the idea of you know, knowing Jesus a bit and maybe making a bit of room for him in my life. But in that moment, I knew that whatever I was going to do in my life, whatever job I was going to do, whatever I was going to end up, I wanted to live each of my days for Jesus. I wanted to live each of my days to serve him and to worship him and to follow him. It was like I had a glimpse of who he really was and I was captivated. And I think at the moment with what lots of us are going through in this kind of slightly confusing, crazy time, I'm finding that what I most need is a reminder, almost that fresh sense of who Jesus is, to see him more clearly at this time. And I'm just going to look at four words which I think might help us to see Jesus afresh today. And the four words I was taught to learn to cross the roads. So hopefully they'll be easy to remember. Stop, look, listen and cross. And so hopefully in the years to come you'll be going to cross the road and suddenly you'll start thinking about how beautiful Jesus is. Stop and look. In the passage uh, just before this, uh, Jesus has just told his disciples that he's going to have to suffer, he's going to be rejected, he's going to die, and he's going to rise again. And that must have been shocking for them, it must have been very confusing for them, because they hadn't anticipated that. 
They, they hadn't expected things to work out that way. That, that didn't really fit into, I imagine, their plans of how Jesus was going to do things. They thought he was going to shake things up, but not in that way. And they must have been disorientated and shocked, and they must have had all sorts of questions. And then Jesus takes them up this mountain, and God reveals to the disciples how beautiful, how glorious Jesus is. And Peter, I imagine like lots of us, is tempted to kind of try and do something for Jesus in that moment and put up some tents and try and react in that way. And we're often tempted, we're distracted by what we can do sometimes. But, but then they see who Jesus is. And they are completely in awe. When Beth and I got married, we were just students. We didn't have much money. Uh, we'd just come out of university. And so... We, we kind of didn't have an opportunity to go on one of those kind of blowout honeymoons that sometimes people go on. But a few years later, we saved up for a once-in-a-lifetime trip, and we loved to swim in the sea, we loved to snorkel, and so we went to this special island, which was like a decommissioned military zone where you could uh, contribute to the, the nature restoration there, and there was an amazing place to snorkel. And as part of it, you got one trip out to snorkel. And I had been looking forward to this for months, I'd heard so much about what was beneath the water, and we, we all swam out, and, and then I put my mask on, and this was the moment I put my mask under the water, and in that moment, my mask filled with water, and I couldn't see anything, and I came up again, and I tried again, my mask filled with water, tried again, my mask filled with water, it turned out my mask was broken, and everyone else was kind of swimming around, having an amazing time, and there was me, I was thinking, this is the only time in my life I'm ever going to be able to see what's under the waves here. And I can't even do it. And I was getting more frustrated and disappointed, thinking this is it and I'm missing the moment. And so I, I kind of went off and I, I found another mask and I put it on. And by this stage, people had swum off a bit and there wasn't much time left. And I put this mask on and I thought, well, let's just give it a go. And I put it under the water. And in that moment, I saw something that took my breath away. A turtle swam right in front of me. And it was gliding across the reef. And as I looked at it, all the frustration and the disappointment kind of faded away and just vanished. And even the other beautiful things that were around kind of faded into the background. And I was captivated. My eyes were fixed on this one thing, on this beautiful creature. And I was able to swim with it for a while as it glided across the reef. It was completely and utterly extraordinary to see. It was beautiful. I was captivated. When you see Jesus as he really is, all you see is Jesus. And that's what the disciples found here. And I feel one of the things about this time, which is quite difficult for a lot of people, is that some of the things you might normally do to process some of the disorientation and the confusion and the lost opportunities and the feeling of life being on Pause. Some of the things you might, you might normally do, like going on holiday, you can't go on holiday anywhere. Uh, having mates and friends around to talk and have some food together, you can't do that. Lots of these things you would normally do, you can't do. And it's, that makes it quite a strange time, almost compounds the strangeness of this time. But I'm realising that one of the things I can do, what I, what I actually most need to do at this time, is to take some time to ask the Holy Spirit to reveal to me afresh who Jesus is, that I might see him more clearly each day. And so for me at the moment, that, that looks very simple. Most days I get up quite early and I go for a run. 
sometimes a run and a walk, uh, just, just, just to get out a bit. And I tend to run down to the river. And there's a bridge I love, uh, the Albert Bridge across the Thames. And I get to that bridge and then I'll stop for a while and just look out. And I find it really helpful just to see the sky, see the horizon. And I'll just take a moment to kind of pray and to wait and to think. And I'm finding that a really helpful way of just taking some time to try and see Jesus more clearly. Because when you see Jesus as he is, I find he's the most remarkable person who's ever lived. He, he is kind to those who most need kindness. He strengthens the weak and he unnerves the strong. He comforts the disturbed and he disturbs the comfortable. And he is extraordinary. Though he was in very nature God, he didn't consider equality God something to be grasped. So much of life, it feels like people are grasping after status and their ambitions and achievements. He didn't consider that something to be grasped, but was willing to humble himself and make himself nothing, taking the form of a servant. Though Jesus had the highest status, he was willing to take the lowest place. And I find that deep humility and unmistakable authority captivating. I wonder what you can do at this time to stop and to look and then listen and cross. I, it's amazing the disciples get to hear the voice of God the Father say, this is my son whom I love, the focus of my delight. Listen to him. There are so many voices at the moment, so many voices around in the news, on social media, so many opinions. And it can be hard to work out, who do I listen to? What weight do I give to all these different voices and opinions in my life? You know, where do I give my attention? And even in our day-to-day -day life, I wonder whose voice matters the most to you? One of my failings is I, I, I care too much often about what people think about me. So other people's opinions of me, or what they think about me, that, that can assume a kind of disproportionate significance in my life. And I want most of all to hear the voice of Jesus. That's the voice I want to matter the most to me. So what I do after I've been for a run, I make a cup of tea and I sit down and I read the Bible. And actually about nine years ago, I started reading the Bible in one year and I found it such a helpful way of hearing God's word for me today, Jesus's voice, hearing Jesus's voice through the eternal word of God. And it might be that there's a verse in there in that day that, that reminds me of something really amazing about God that, that helps me and strengthens me. It might be that there's wisdom in there that enables me to unlock a situation I'm facing that way. Remind me, it gives me a new perspective on something I'm facing, a challenge I'm facing that week. But there's always something that resonates deep within me. It's almost like, God's word for me that particular day. And that makes all the difference because Jesus's voice is the one that I want most to resonate in my soul. Why? Because Jesus has shown that he's the person who cares most about me. He's shown his love for me. Jesus says that he came to seek and save the lost. And that's what I've found. That he was willing to give himself for me that he was willing to face death on a cross, to take my sin on his shoulders, to be forsaken so that I might be forgiven, to, 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 be, to suffer so that I might be 
saved. And when you know that, when you see that, when you hear that, what he has done for you on the cross, then you realise actually he's right. When Jesus says don't be afraid, he's right. Because if Jesus is willing to do that for you, when he's taken hold of you, he's never going to let go of you. And he's powerful to turn. Even the most difficult things you might be facing right now, he's powerful to turn for good and for his glory. You can trust him. Whatever you're facing, you can trust him. And not only that, he doesn't just save us from things, he saves us for a glorious purpose. And he enables us to be adopted as children of God, much-loved daughters, much-loved sons of God. I wonder if you need to take a fresh look at Jesus today. Listen to his voice. See what he's done for you. Stop, look, listen, and cross. In Jesus' name. Amen. And we're just going to take a moment and I'm going to pray that same prayer that was prayed over me all those years ago. And I wonder wherever you are, whether you're on your own or you're watching this with something else, uh, you're with someone else. Maybe you just want to hold out your hands as a sign that you'd like to receive something from God. Maybe you'd like to close your eyes and fix your thoughts on Jesus. I'm going to pray right now. Would you come, Holy Spirit? Lord, we invite you. Holy Spirit, you love to show us Jesus. You love to reveal Jesus. And we ask, would you show us afresh today how beautiful, how majestic, how glorious Jesus is. Come Holy Spirit. 